We continue, Bezat Hashem. Bilchoth Abodazara. Perek Aleph. Here is a good time and place to mention that this is the term, Abodazara. This is the term that was used by Achmea Mishnah uh, Talmud, Hazal, Bechol Makom, without exception. Any other term that you come across, Avodat Kochavim, Avodat Kochavim Mazalot, not that they're entirely false, but they are inaccurate. It's true, as we're about to read now in the Rambam, that most forms of Avodat Zara were connected to, to planets, that is to say, Mazalot. Um, and stars and what have you, but but not all. That also needs to be said. But these are all uh, known and can be demonstrated to be the result of uh, censorship. One can see this clearly in in all the in all the. Uh, First of all, all the manuscripts. And one can also see it even in the early printings. <clears throat> in the early printings, the first printing, shall we say, <clears throat> of uh, the Rambam, or the first printing of the Talmud. The first printing of Rambam was in Shnathresh Mem, 1480, Lumin The first printing of the entire Talmud, rather than uh, individual Masechtoth, was began in the uh, Resh, uh, I'm sorry, in Ken, Resh, Resh Pei, 1520, and there you find all the terms, Abu Dazara, <clears throat> you find all the terms uh, as they should be, you also find the word, when when uh, the text refers to a Gentile, it uses the term Goy or Nukhri, which both terms were used by, by Chazal. The term Akum, again, Oved Kochavim Mazalot, was uh, a later invention of the Christian census. So that's, that's one thing that should be always uh, clear and should be stated uh, at the beginning of, of our Limud, especially when it comes to these matters. <clears throat> so let us begin again at the beginning of the first chapter. This is based this statement that uh, human beings were misled and confused and their leaders, their wise men were, were amongst those who were confused and Enosh himself was one of, one such person as mentioned as based on the Pasuk where it states that uh, in the time of Enosh Azuhal Likro B'Shem Adonai there was there was this confusion well, what 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 exactly was the confusion? Rambam says, 
אמרו, הואיל והאל ברא כוכבים אלו, וגלגלים אלו. We know there is a creator, and he created all these uh, heavenly bodies. להנהיג את העולם, ונפנם במרום. The concept of להנהיג את העולם, one can understand either in terms of some kind of astrological uh, influence which people believed existed, or you could also understand it in much more uh, down-to-earth terms. In other words, there's no question that, uh, shall we say, the, the cycle of the year, of the seasons, which of course is a function of the relative positions of the earth and the sun and the 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 angle <clears throat> excuse me the angle of the earth it's the tilt of uh, on its axis uh, of this part or that part of the earth relative to the sun this is what uh, creates the cycle of seasons and that is a kind of hanhaza that is a uh, a real uh, manifestation of um, influence. You could say power, or you could say influence. Because once you begin to say power, you, could, you can begin to imagine that these entities have, their, have a life of their own. And, and they are responsible, and they are the source of everything. And this is exactly what happened. If you understand that it's a question of influence, in other words, Hashem created the, in our case, the solar system in such a fashion, then these things, these heavenly bodies, they uh, are all, and the same is true of the moon, of course, uh, the moon and its phases, these are all realities, astronomical realities, and they have an impact on us. <clears throat> as they are designed to do, but they, they are not self-employed, as it were. They, they work for someone. Uh, and uh, someone is, is the Aboreit Baruch is the creator, Hashem. So they said as follows, The concept of Galgalim we've discussed before, uh, the idea of these uh, spheres, and uh, which which uh, revolve one inside the other, like uh, like the as as it were, like an onion with the various layers of the of the onion, one turns and moves within the other. That is how they understood the the workings of the of the heavens. It's not true, but this was uh, universally accepted. And Hashem grants them honor because the fact is they, they light up the sky and they're very impressive and uh, majestic. If one does look at the, as, uh, if one does look at the heavens and uh, follows the workings thereof, then, then one sees they're very um, very powerful and uh, uh, impressive system, which, which strikes awe in, in a normal human being. And so it should. 
והם שמשים המשמשים לפנאו, and they serve him, השם, the creator, therefore ראויים הם לשבחם ולפארם ולחלוק להם כבוד. They are therefore worthy, it's our duty to praise them and to honor them. וזהו רצון האל ברוך הוא, and this is the will of השם, לגדל ולכבד מי שגידלו וכיבדו. Um, <clears throat> just, I'll stop for just one second. Okay. Here is the screen again. Therefore, it is the will of Hashem that we relate to them and... Uh, Worship them. So he, he who is honored by the, by the Creator, it is our duty to do the same. As a king would wish people to show respect to his, those who work for him, those who represent him. And this, therefore, is uh, an expression of, of kavod, of respect, and of uh, worship to Hashem Himself. Kewan she'ala, this is now Harafabeth in this edition before us on the screen at least. Kewan she'ala davar za'al libam. So this being the, the thinking, It therefore became the practice to build large temples. A hechal is literally a, a very large building, and obviously the largest buildings are always temples. And these bees were always connected to to uh, <coughs> to heavenly bodies. One does not have to. Uh, think or search very hard to see all the examples of this. Even uh, mysterious and uh, not really buildings, but structures uh, like Stonehenge, for example. And um, many of the uh, buildings of the ancient Egyptians, such as uh, in Karnak, uh, are all, were all uh, designed in, in, in alignment with certain astronomical events, such as the, the sun uh, appearing in a, at a certain point in the sky on a certain day of the year. We also have the uh, examples of the ziggurats in uh, ancient Shumer, In other words, uh, Mesopotamia, Aram Naharaim. These, these buildings were also constructed. They were both, in many cases, observatories because the ancient uh, Sumer Sumerians and the, uh, the Aztecs, for example, the Incas, were quite uh, knowledgeable when it came to astronomy. They, they followed uh, the... Uh, the movements of the heavens, and they 
tracked them over time and they saw there was a certain uh, cyclical uh, system to them. It was true, of course, of the ancient Egyptians as well and another, other peoples. So all, all of these buildings, all of these uh, structures, certainly the majority of them, were connected to to uh, observing and uh, and also marking certain certain days of the year, certain astronomical events, and they uh, they held uh, festivals uh, and uh, did sacrifices on, on certain at certain times in connection with these heavenly events. And that's what Rambam says here. And to offer sacrifices, and to praise them in, by way of hymns and, and uh, songs and poems and liturgical um, texts, and to bow down to them, in order to appease the Creator according to their skewed thinking. And this this was the the foundational uh, philosophy the underpin, that underpinned all all of all Abu Dazara. This is how everything began. There were also certain uh, nations, certain cultures that uh, worshipped certain uh, natural phenomena here on earth or, or certain phenomena that they saw in the heavens above. For example, Thor, the uh, Scandinavian god of uh, thunder. So it's not a planet, it's not a, it's not a star, but it's something that you see above you in heaven. And it's, yes, it's, it's, quite, uh, it's quite impressive sometimes and very loud. And yes, one can certainly understand why human beings would be scared and and or impressed and or convinced that that we better make sure that this uh, powerful being that creates these uh, bolts of lightning and these terribly loud noises uh, that we keep him on our, in our good we're in his good books you can understand you can understand that kind of primitive uh, and even childish thinking the problem of course with all of these things that Abu Dazara in general is that there is, if you believe in such things, then there cannot be any moral code. There cannot be a Torah. There cannot be a shita of musar, of ethics, of of values, because you have you have these different gods, and I, and these idols that represent them. You have these different planets and different uh, natural phenomena, and you have to appease each one, and you have to uh, make sure that you do the right thing that that keeps this particular god happy. And whatever the priest tells you you need to do, you do it. And uh, and if that means uh, throwing your son into the into the fire for the molech, then that's what you do. And if it means uh, inst- institutionalized uh, prostitution with the uh, with the young priestesses from the local uh, temple of the Baal, who without whom you will not succeed in your with your agricultural endeavors, well, that, that's what you do also. And there cannot be any moral system in, in that kind of reality. 
And Rambam continues in Halakha Gimel. And this is this is the not my views as well. This is what the experts, the uh, the the Mivinim in these things of all the ancient nations in their writings, and there were such writings, and some of them still exist to some extent. Uh, Rambam frequently quotes Sefer uh, Nabati in Moran Vuchim. Rambam. Uh, made quite a study of these things to understand the the reasons and the uh, thinking behind Abu Dhazara because he understood that Abu Dhazara is the is the main thing that the Torah fights against the the the, the Torah the main thrust of the Torah is the uprooting of and the negation of and the destruction of Abu Dazara. And again, the uh, the underlying reason for, for, for that is in order to establish a, a moral order, there has to be one creator, one God, and one, one system. And, and all the other things that you see are just uh, part of the created reality. They are not in any way, uh, you're not beholden to them. And this is, and that's why all over there, Abu Dazara, not one of them believed in one God. They all believed in two or more. The minimum was two. You had the ancient uh, Zoroastrian uh, Persian religion of the, the, the God of good and the God of evil, because there are all kinds of phenomena. In, in, in the world, in, in human existence, and uh, this is how they explained it. And once you have a god of good and a god of evil, well, there you go. What are you going? Who, who exactly? Whom are you going to appease now? The good one or the bad one? The one who does this or the one who does that? The opposite, exactly, of what we say in Birkoth Kriyat Shema every morning. Yisrael or Uvarechoshach. And the pasuk goes on to speak about uh, that Hashem does creates all the things that we we see, including those that we perceive to be negative or evil or unfortunate, shall we say. Understanding how that is and why that is that's something that's a, a separate question. But first, to understand that all the different different phenomena and experiences that we see, that we perceive, that we uh, come across. They all they all come from one source. That is the famous pasuk uh, in uh, in the Navi. That Hashem creates the the uh, the positive and the negative from our perspective, at least. So Rambam says, "Wechachem omrim obedeha yodaimi kara lo shehen omrim shehen shameloa el akuchavze." It's not that they say that the, the, the God is this thing itself, the star itself. That they understood. They, no, they did not believe, at least initially, or the Chachamim amongst them did not believe, that this, the planet that you see in the sky, or the star, or the sun, or the moon, are the gods themselves. But rather, these were created by a creator, but... But practically, we're living within the system of uh, heavenly bodies, 
and and we have to address our, ourselves to the to those heavenly bodies and not to what is behind those things. As Yirmiyahu says, so who is like you, Hashem? And who 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 can help but fear you? And all all Chachamim, Chachmei Agoyim know this as well. And yet, they all have been led astray and they all act foolishly without understanding. Musar Musar Havolim Aisho. And nevertheless, they uh, they act foolishly. And their teachings are empty and worthless. Kilomar says Rambam, Hakol Yodim Shatahu Ha'elevadha. Everyone knows this. Aval Ta'utham Uksilutham. Their mistake and their Lack of wisdom and understanding is shemedamim shazeh hevel v'sonachahu. They believe that this is this is your will that we worship these things. However, this did not uh, continue for very long. Before I before I continue, I just want to show and point out the uh, the pasuk for a second. I share again with you the screen, and we are looking at. Yishayahu, Yishayahu Parak Memhe. We'll begin here with Pasuk, Pasuk Hay. So Memhe, Memhe, you should be able to see this. Ani Adunai, Wen Od, I'll increase the size. Ani Adunai, Wen Od. And this is being said, it should be noted, and this is important. The beginning of this Perak begins with the words, Ko Amar Adunai, Lim Shihole Choresh. It's referring to the Persian Empire. Koresh was the Persian Emperor. Uh, Koresh the Hagadol, Cyrus the Great, who uh, established and expanded the uh, the new, newly founded or newly expanded Persian Empire that uh, conquered Babel, Babylon. And the Persians, as we know, were Zoroastrians and believed in, in as what we spoke of before, that there were two divine powers. And that the world is somehow always, and, and reality is always, uh, is the battleground between these these two powers, these two forces. And in that tech context, specifically, Yeshayahu states, "I am doing these things so that you will uh, benefit my people." And yet you should know, I am the Lord, I am the Creator, and there is no other. And I give you strength and power, but even though you do not know me. Why do I do this? Again and again, this is the message. The, the, that Hashem is one, not you know, not your system of two, and not any, anybody else's system of half a dozen, 
or 13 or 27, whatever it might be. No, there's only one source of all reality. Yosir, and here's the famous Pasuk, Yosir or Uvore Hoshech, he who creates both light and darkness, Oseh Shalom, and also creates peace or a balance between these things, Uvore Ra, and also the evil. What you perceive as evil stems from me. Ani Adunai, Oseh Chol Ele. I create and, and, and bring all these things into being. In the Pasuk that we say, or the paraphrase of the Pasuk in the Bracha that we say every morning. So we say, which is, of course, true. We don't want to uh, state the the uh, the concept or the, the, the notion that is requires a lot of understanding and, and uh, much, much more discussion. Of so the that message is ameliorated, is softened in the in the in the statement in the in the bracha. But the original pasuk says In other words, all the things that you see as evil also these are, these are part of of the created reality of Hashem, and and it's very likely, at least, this message is mentioned here and in many other places, of course. I mean, throughout the Tanakh, we we. We hear this again and again, but here is the the most obvious reference to uh, the competing ideology at that time, shall we say, the Persians, the per, the Persian uh, view and and uh, theology and philosophy of of life of of the world, and Am Yisrael is always. Is always uh, in a in a philosophical theological battle with all these other systems, whether it's the Persian uh, religion or the, whether it's afterwards the uh, the, the Greek uh, Greek uh, gods and Avodazara and later the Romans, etc. And the Romans and the Greeks uh, were much the same thing. In other words, the uh, Roman Avodazara was was just a uh, another version, another edition of the of the Greek system. So every Every Greek god, the name was changed very often, but, uh, but the, the concepts were the same. So you had Zeus, the Greek, and you had Jupiter, the, uh, the Roman version, etc., etc. So, let us go back <clears throat> to uh, the Mishnah Torah. Ramon continues, Halakha Dalit. In the fullness of time, Amadu Bivneha Adam, Shakar. There arose all kinds of uh, false prophets, that is to say, uh, people who claimed spiritual or magic knowledge and, and also magic and sorcery and these things were always always part of the system all these various systems which is why the Torah forbids these things 
Wamru, and they stated and claimed, Shahael, Siwalahem, Wamalahem, Ivdukuhav Puloni. So this person would come along in this civilization, in this particular place, and say, uh, I was in, I was told that we are to worship this particular star or planet, or Kolakuchavim, or all, all, all of them. And therefore, we are to offer sacrifices and libations according to this or that. God and build, build to his in his name, his honor, uh, this a temple, and uh, create images, graven images, idols or uh, other representations, so that everyone will, will have something to worship and bow down to. All people, the, the public from great to small, and he would state and teach uh, whatever it was that he came up with. This is what I, I saw in my in my uh, prophecy. This is what what I what uh, I was told we are to do. With Hilo and though, So these temples were built and these images were created with Tahath Hailanoth and under certain kinds of trees. As we find in the Torah, in the Tanakh, yeah, Often the, the places of Abu Dazara were, were built on the highest geographical point uh, in the area, on hilltops, or mountaintops, or also under great trees. Trees were also connected to nature and the workings of the of the earth and agriculture, etc. And people would flock to these places. And the people were told that this image that you see, this is what, this this has its power over us, either for good or for bad. And is therefore correct to worship it and fear it. And the priests of these uh, various religious systems. If you act according to our instructions, you will succeed and and uh, and prosper. And you therefore should do this. And you should not do that. With Hilo, Kozavim Aherim, and Ramon continues, Halacha, well, other uh, false teachers and prophets, 
והתחילו כוזבים אחרים לעמוד ולומר שהכוכב עצמו או הגלגל עצמו או המלאך דיבר עמהם. Others would claim that the planet, the star, or other, some other heavenly uh, phenomenon or angel connected to these things spoke to them and told them, وَأَمَرْ لَهَمْ إِبْذُونِي بِخَخْ وَخَخْ وَهُذِيَ لَهَمْ دَرَخَ وَذَثَوْ You will note also that uh, this is not very far from uh, the essential claims of uh, Islam, even though Islam is opposed to worshipping uh, any physical ph- phenomenon or any, or any visible um, reality. And that's a good thing. But uh, you will know that uh, the Qur'an is supposed to have been given over to the, uh, the um, teacher or uh, so-called prophet of Islam by uh, Gabriel, by Gabriel, by, by, a, um, by an angel. And this is because this was, uh, this was the accepted Uh, way of things. This was the, the norm to claim that a certain angel spoke to me and came to me and said this to me. And you should do this such worship me in this fashion. Do this, don't do that. This way of Uh, thought of, of and, and of life uh, spread throughout the earth and it, and it permeated all aspects of, of human society to worship the various idols and images and stars each in its own particular way, then to sacrifice to them and bow down to them. And again, in the fullness of time, the knowledge of the Creator, who initially was understood, created all these things, Somehow he got lost in the shuffle. When you, when you end up with too many intermediaries, or even one intermediary is enough, then the only true reality, Hashem, is, is forgotten. And all the common people And the women and the children, what they know, what they see, what they believe in, because that's what they see, and seeing is believing. Not just in the sense that if you saw something, you believe it exists, but it's also seeing is believing in the sense that you believe in this God if you're told and trained that this is, this is the God, this is, and this is what we're worshiping. Then you see that and you internalize that, and that becomes your, your world, that becomes your conception. 
אינם יודעים אלא הסורה של העז והאבן, וההיכל של הבניין, שנתחנכו מקטנותם, משתהרות להן ולעובדן ולהישבע בשמן. And what they, what they know are these images and these uh, idols and these buildings, these uh, temples. This is what they see. This, uh, this, is what they, this is what was presented to them. And the, the, anything that was behind that or preceded that was, was quickly forgotten. If you wish to see a very unfortunate uh, example of this in the, in the uh, something similar to what we're reading here in the Jewish world today, you uh, need look no further than uh, a certain Hasidic sect in uh, based in uh, 770 Ocean Parkway in New York. You will note that every Wherever you have uh, true believers in, 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 that, in that religion, then uh, you will note that there are these huge uh, photographs of the, of the Rebbe. Any, any uh, truly uh, staunch breath uh, Knesset dedicated or connected to such To such, to such a system will always uh, have uh, in, in plain sight a huge, uh, a huge picture of, of this person. And it is a fact for all those who wish to acknowledge the facts that uh, this, is the, this is the object, this, this becomes the object of their, of their worship, or at least They are so confused as to what exactly the object of their worship is and to whom they are devoted and uh, who, who is the true power. There is so much confusion amongst them that uh, it, 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 it's almost as if it's taken out of these words that we're reading here. And it's not very different from uh, another similar system, Christianity, where... The, the true the true devotion and focus of uh, certainly of the majority of, of Christians around the world is not he to whom they refer as as the father but uh, he to whom they refer as the son that is that is who they speak of that is that is uh, the, the image on the wall if they have images if depending on the sect or that is what the cross represents. Uh, they, they mention that, that name in, in their prayers all the time. All their uh, thoughts and all their efforts and all their um, all their formulations are, are focused on, on that, on that uh, image or that photograph or that uh, person. In other words, we see that when you create any intermediary, whatever, between uh, Hashem and yourself, the focus will always gravitate towards that intermediary and not, even if you're claiming there's a Hashem above and behind or, or together with or whatever, however you, 
however you imagine it, the focus will always be on that intermediary or that connecting, uh, that that link. That's just that, that's the reality. We see we see this uh, wherever we turn. We we see this. Robert, yes. Do you think that confusion among many of its members was planted there deliberately? I didn't hear you very well. Can you repeat that? Yes. Uh, do you think that in that, that sect which you mentioned, uh, do you think the confusion uh, that is present in many of its uh, devotees was planted there deliberately? Planted deliberately by whom? Uh, by that individual or his uh, disciples? One could, one could probably write uh, volumes uh, about this, and probably this is something that should be done. To, in other words, uh, someone probably should write some kind of history of the uh, stages the, the, of, 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 and development and evolution of 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 the uh, Lubavitch system, because I think there was, and probably still is. In other words, it's ongoing uh, a, a certain evolution in in their belief system, in their in their no, no, notions and their ideas. And it's known that there were going back uh, several generations. There were there were people within that system, within that Hasidut, who broke away from it because they saw certain strange and and unacceptable things beginning to appear. Without going into all the details, but that's that's a an historical fact. There, there was there there was always uh, a danger. Of of this this kind of thought developing and evolving into something which is a pl plainly uh, related to Abu Dazara. there was always such a danger, and uh, it begins with certain uh, the interp uh, certain interpretations of certain. Uh, Kabbalistic concepts such as the Tzimtzum, which which are attributed initially to the Baal Shem Tov, more more particularly in, in greater detail and with, with greater historical uh, veracity, there was more proof that this is the case when it comes to uh, teachings of the uh, Baal Atanya and, and and others who, who followed him, and I think this is why. Uh, and I think the the Gra Gaon Vilna Zal, and this is why I think he refused to meet. I'm guessing. I don't know. I wasn't there. We don't have any uh, document or, or testimony to this effect. But one has to wonder why Rabbeinu Eliyahu Vilna literally fled his home in Vilna and disappeared into the forest or somewhere, so that when the Balatanya came to see him, he wouldn't find him. Which is a fact, and I, and the reason he can't, and the girl was so uh, opposed to to uh, 
certain teachings of the what, what was then a fairly nascent Hasidic movement. It should be noted that the vast majority of Hasidim know nothing about these things nowadays. The uh, most Hasidic sects, sects today have uh, nothing to do with Abu Zarah, or very little at least, and uh, it's it's essentially a, a social and organizational paradigm for for organizing and uh, forming and maintaining a certain social structure and community, and there's a certain power and uh, in that, and there's something even to learn from 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 that from that reality and that that. Uh, approach so if you ask your average Gera uh, Chosid or Belza Chosid or Satma Chosid today for example and you could go on you know Vizhnitz and Biala whatever it is and ask them questions about uh, related to these things they wouldn't know what you're talking about in fact it needs to be stated uh, for the record that most Hasidim most the, the the majority are uh, are very un, un unlearned, very unschooled, and that's almost deliberate. The 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 schools to which they go, the yeshivot to which they go, do not really are not trying to create tamidei chachamim. They're trying to create people who will fit into the system and work in a certain way and uh, do as they're told. And there's something to be said for that as well, because it's good that people do what they're told when they're, what they're being told is, is the correct thing by people who know. That's, that's a good thing. The idea that everybody knows what, what they should do when they're, when they're 13 or 16 or 18 or 20, uh, that is a false idea. The Torah always tells us to ask the elders, Sha'al Zekenecha. But uh, so there, there, ha there should be this idea of hier hierarchy and uh, tradition and and a community and a society that has uh, certain codes and traditions, and it's not not a free for all. That's that is true. But we also know that that it doesn't it does not manifests itself in the real world always correctly. So I, I know from my own experiences that uh, many people, for example, in, in the Satma world, people brought up in the Satma world, the vast major, majority of them are, to be frank, Ameyaretz, Pashut. What they wear has nothing to do with what they know, or what they learn, or how much they learn. Some of them learn more, some of them learn less. I'm not saying you won't find any any Tamidei Chachamim amongst them. But the majority are not such. They're not, and they were never trained to. And it was never anyone's aim that they be such people. The the aim was that they uh, be kept out of the away from dangerous influences. That's also something that needs to be uh, acknowledged. That there's something in in that, and lead them along a certain path in life, and uh, go into some kind of business or or uh, trade commerce merchant uh, whatever it is a shopkeeper whatever it might be to make to make uh, a living of course each Hasidic community needs its Rebbe needs its Rav needs its Posek whatever it is but you don't need to create a yeshiva system 
that produces thousands of such people for that. You only need a handful. And that's what they have, by and large. I know this is true in uh, in, in the world of Satma Hasidim. I know it because they've told me so, and I've seen it. And they told me themselves what they learned and what they didn't learn in school, in yeshiva, and what they were taught and what they know in many cases is very, very little. And they themselves, some of them, realized this. The ones who spoke to me realized this. They, they said this to me. I saw this. I heard it. And uh, there's, no, there's no doubt about this. And I, and I don't think Satmar is very different from Vijnitz. And I don't think Vijnitz is very different from Bells. And I know a little bit about those Hasidiyot as well. I've spoken to fewer of them, perhaps, but I, but I know something about them. So the Hasidic world, by and large today, does not represent and does not, uh, is not truly rooted in the, the, the teachers that, teachings that are attributed to, uh, to the Baal Shem Tov, or in the case of, of Lubavitch Chabad, to the Baal Atanya, or, or other, certain other Hasidic leaders, or the, uh, the, the Magami Mizrich, shall we say. There's a famous uh, a book by the Magami Mizrich called Magid Devaroli Akov, uh, a more or less scientific version or edition, I should say, of this book was uh, published uh, some decades ago, perhaps 30 years ago or 25 years ago, by uh, Professor, Rif, I think Rivka Schatzes was her name. And you find some very, very strange ideas in, in that sefer. I have the sefer, I've looked at it, very, very unusual, very, very suspect. Uh, it really makes you wonder. And uh, the uh, the Mezvich basically was the uh, um, he who took over the Hasidic movement after the after the the, uh, the, the, the after the Baal Shem Tov. So, even though it was not necessarily his most uh, In, in real terms, in terms of how much time he knew or knew the Baal Shem Tov or learned from him, he wasn't necessarily his greatest student. In in, the, in that sense, he was much. He was um, uh, essentially a, a, of his own making. He he knew he, he got to know the Baal Shem Tov at a certain point, but he was already a uh, more or less fully formed individual, as opposed to the the Rebbe Polnoy or, or others who who were much closer to the Baal Shem Tov over a much longer period of time. And you don't hear the same ideas. You just don't find the same ideas there. Uh, it's a different. It's almost as if they're, they 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 learn from different people. It's it's quite it's quite interesting, quite surprising. But anyhow, I, I mentioned all this simply to say that in the in the uh, the current reality in this generation, it's only Lubavitch Chabad that uh, represents that that extreme. Radical uh, Abu Dazara tainted uh, ideology and, and practice and, and uh, outlook. And that's something that needs to be uh, kept in mind. But, but uh, on the one hand, it has to be kept in mind that it's only particular groups or what that particular group, and maybe you might be able to 
mention one to others. Uh, but essentially, it's it's that group as opposed to the, the overall uh, Hasidic, uh, the various Hasidic communities. There's something very different. Rambam continues and says here. Now, the wise, the, their wise men of these groups, in other words, eventually, even the, the leaders, the priests, the uh, supposedly wise men of these uh, systems and these uh, cultures, they also began to focus entirely on what they could see with their own eyes, the, the uh, heavenly bodies or images. But the source of, of everything, Sur, of course, is a a strong and powerful uh, stone or rock. So the, the 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 foundation stone, the rock on which everything rests, the source of everything. Hashem lo makiro Only individuals, a few individuals here and there, could saw through all the smoke screen of of the uh, of the various. Teachings of Avodazara, Kiron, Hanoch, such as Hanoch, Methushelah, Menoah, Washem, whatever. In the case of Hanoch, it's Mefurash in the Pasuk that he was somehow different from others and that he walked with Hashem, and uh, which, in, which implies that he had a, a, a knowledge of Hashem, an understanding, and a relationship with Hashem that was not. Not the uh, not the general reality, but something very different. With regards to Methuselah and Noah, we find explicitly mentioned the Torah as being <clears throat> as being a tzaddik, as being a righteous man. And uh, Methuselah and Shem Waiver are mentioned in Midrashah Agada as being such people. While Darach Zo Hayah Mitgalgel Uholech, and this is how the world. Uh, literally rolled and moved from generation to generation. Until literally the pillar uh, on which the world rests, until the this unique individual, the uh, foundation of the earth, Shahu Avraham Avinu Namely, Avraham Avinu, who took a different path and uh, quite literally thought, was willing to think out of the box and be different and challenge uh, accepted wisdoms. And usually, when you do this, when you uh, when you challenge an accepted <clears throat> an accepted wisdom. You will be censured 
and often you will be uh, threatened and sometimes you will be punished not to not to mention put to death and that's exactly why we now it's not the furash of the Torah but that is why the Midrash states as uh, as um, Ramon goes on to state later that uh, Abraham was uh, was most definitely seen as as a uh, a thorn in the side of of the system, and therefore he was he was persecuted, and and according to the midrash he was miraculously saved, but the, the important thing about that midrash is to is to understand that those who represent truth, who speak truth, and who challenge uh, the beliefs. That that others are have accepted and are comfortable with, they will always be, uh, at the very least, uh, looked at askance. More more frequently, they will be persecuted. And this is the, this is something we have to we must understand and uh, and accept because that is the reality of uh, humankind. It, it it can be in the realm of of religion, it can be in the realm of science, and it can be in the realm of medicine, uh, politics, uh, ethics, anything at all. If if uh, everyone is is told that you must believe and accept a certain scientific doctrine. And you happen not to, even though it's nothing to do with religion. You just, as a scientist, you don't think that that theory is is uh, is tenable. Take someone like uh, Professor David Berlin, an extremely intelligent uh, um, multidisciplinarian uh, in, in various areas: mathematics, um, philosophy. I don't recall. Maybe, maybe, maybe something else as well. I think he has three doctorates. He knows a great deal, and he's very impressive to hear him or to, to read his books. He's Jewish, of course, but he knows nothing about his Jewishness. Uh, not even he was taught a few words of Hebrew or something for his bar mitzvah. I, I heard him say once, but uh, he, he knows nothing about that. Um, but an extremely impressive. Uh, Individual intellectually, and he he doesn't he doesn't think that the Darwin's theory of of, uh, of evolution holds water scientifically, and he says so, and for that reason he is blacklisted by by most people in that community. But he he, he says you know that the very most all he can say is it's a claim. This this guy Darwin came along, he wrote a book, and he made a claim, but there's there's no evidence, and there's and and the the scientific mechanisms. Did not exist. No one has explained how this could possibly be, and there are a thousand reasons and problems with with this claim. So yes, he said it's a claim, but uh, to to speak of it as as being a, a well founded and proven system that that's total nonsense. But if you say that, if the the uh, the expected uh, and 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 pervasive orthodoxy is that uh, you you uh, 
pay lip service to this system as as everyone else is doing, then you will uh, you will pay you will pay a price for that. That's true. As we so I said, that's one example. The same the same is is true in the religious field. The same is also true in the halachic field. By the way, uh, because a lot of people, some of them rabbanim, some of them balibatim, would like to uh, imagine that. Uh, the world of halakha is monolithic, and there is only one way of looking at things. And if you suggest that there's another way of looking at things, uh, you will not be thanked for that. And the same, the same is true in the world of medicine. Uh, if even though there are innumerable studies and uh, real-world proofs that certain medications were extremely effective at uh, at dealing with uh, COVID-19 f- four years ago, namely, uh, for example, ivermectin and uh, hydroxychloroquine and vitamin D. And this was tried by thousands of doctors around the world, and there, there are today literally hundreds of studies, peer-reviewed studies on the subject the the, uh, the 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 facts are in the proof the proofs are there but uh, and today you today you can say this and uh, youtube will not censor you but four years ago if you said this you were a spreader of uh, misinformation uh, and disinformation and uh, you were a threat to society and uh, you could also you could even have your medical license uh, withdrawn and this happened to certain doctors in, in various countries, even though everything they said was, was true. So, being different is always uh, a risky business. But all of the Ahaduth is based on being, on being different. Everything about the Torah is based on being different from what other people are saying if they're just saying it because they're saying it, if they're saying something which is true, okay, then it's true. But to go along with that which is generally accepted, simply because it is what others are saying, that is the opposite of, of Torah, the opposite of Yahaduth. And the, the clearest proof of that is Abraham Avinu. And we are all we all follow in his footsteps. We shall stop here for today. May we all see the downfall of our enemies and the evildoers, of whom there are many, and may we see the constant rise and success of those who walk in the ways of Hashem. Shalom Unisahom. Thank you, Rabbi Bar Chaim. We would like to encourage our viewers to share these videos with friends and send in your responses. We would also like to suggest the following opportunity to our viewers. If you identify with Rabbi Bar Chaim's message, and would like to sponsor or dedicate a video interview with the rabbi in honor or memory of a loved one. If you would like to obtain Birkon Nusach Eretz Israel, or invite the rabbi for a speaking engagement. 
please email us at office at machonchilo.org.